0: Thank you so much for tuning in to the Dress for Success podcast, which is pretty self-explanatory. It's the podcast about dressing for success. And uh, I am your host, ah, shit, uh, fa- <laughs> Fashion Frankie, and I'm here with my co-host, sorry, you got to come up with a fashion theme name.
1: Oh, No. Oh wait! It doesn't have to be my name. No,
0: just it doesn't even have to be related okay. to your name. It just has to be um, fashion themed <laughs> and alliterative.
1: Oh wow! I thought I was good at improv. Oh,
0: <laughs> it's uh, it's our our, our guest, improv Elisa, is here. Uh, who is an image strategist and we're going to be talking all about the fashion trends for next year uh, since there's only like whatever six weeks left of this year right so right uh, We're we're talking trends uh for uh 2023 what do you think is going to be the the biggest trend for the top entrepreneurs to dress for success
2: oh my goodness
0: Cause I'm I I got a bet so okay so, let's hear your bet yeah let me tell you what I've been doing so so I've been buying up all of the bell bottoms oh because, yeah you know yeah.
1: that's not really yeah. a, that's that's not yeah that's not oh that's not out of the question yeah
0: I think bell bo- people say that bell bottoms are gonna well here's the
1: thing buck. you yeah. once how you, truly. How you know what's coming back in fashion is just what's been missing for a long time.
0: It's true. It's true. So, yeah, I've pretty much cornered the market on bell bottoms. I think uh, I think we're going to be dominating in that space. And I also think I've got uh, I've got two more for you here. Uh, Frosted tips. going to be making a big comeback next year and uh, and Hawaiian shirts. I think oh it's going to be a whole like Guy Fieri kind of situation. Frosted, can yeah. we take
1: out the frosted tips?
0: Can we get rid of frosted yeah. tips? Uh as long as we can. Can we keep, kick
1: out frosted tips? Can tip? we keep
0: Hawaiian shirts? Yes. Okay, okay. So Absolutely. You guys heard it here. Uh and and we're keeping <laughs> the we're keeping uh, Hawaiian shirts. We're going to lose the frosted tips, right? We got that yes, right? Okay. Yes. All right. Uh, we'll sign the contract. I'm excited. Put that down there and uh and that's probably enough improv and I'm sorry to to put you through that but I think you ha- I think you handled it well the rest of the I
1: would have written material had I known
0: but that's the whole point of yeah, improv you're right. you, can't, you can't write your improv I like to
1: write a yeah, line a joke it's, or two okay yeah, it's, anyway anyways, I'm happy to matter. be
0: here It doesn't matter be- because this is not the uh I dress it. for success no. podcast No, it's not it is in fact the photo friends podcast and you're here you're my friend but you're not a photographer but You do work with photographers. I do. Yeah. And you are?
1: I'm Zaina Rose, image strategist and consultant. And? And I do work with, um, well, should I explain what that means?
0: Sure. Yeah. That would be amazing. Maybe people don't know what that is.
1: Yeah, it's true. Um, It's a communications specialty. So I help people and organizations with. Branding with personal and communication, um, stage presence, physical stages, digital stages, speaking style, also visual styles. So, clothing, accessories, things like that. And the idea is really that however you show up visually, it's just a reflection mm-hmm. of your authentic personality style, your trajectory of what you are doing and what you stand for with your work. Um, so, it's really more. Uh, It's not a fashion-oriented point of view, although it's good to use fashion as your tools, and it's an art, and um, there certainly is a place for it. But it is about expressing who you are in a strategic way because it can directly help you to get more connections, opportunities. It helps you close deals to present yourself in a particular way. And, of course, first impressions are a big part of that
0: yeah definitely and something that uh, photographers need to hear about because we tend to get obsessed with the gear and things like that and sometimes we forget some of the the more strategic like marketing stuff so Mm -hmm. we'll we'll talk a little bit about that we'll talk about uh working with uh photographers as an image strategist we'll talk about uh, teamwork in general i think a little bit yeah Uh, but before we can get into that stuff since this is a very official podcast a real a real podcast podcast (laughs) we have a uh With headphones and everything. Headphones, yeah. Headphones and everything. I was going to leave. If I didn't have headphones, if I only had ones for myself, you're out of here. No, that's fair. Uh, Yeah, but our our sponsor is CloudSpot, the easiest way for photographers to deliver and sell their photos online. And no more do you have to just send your clients that WeTransfer link. You know, I'll keep saying that until WeTransfer sends us money. (laughs) Uh, You can use CloudSpot. You'll get beautiful galleries, uh, you know, easy downloads. It's going to just feel great for your customers. It's going to make your life easier. You can save some time as a photographer and we can get 50% off of CloudSpot and that's a pretty good freaking deal 50% off anything in this economy it's a good deal do
1: I need CloudSpot you might I might
0: you might we'll talk about it uh, we'll talk about it after the podcast Uh, but first I don't even know if I introduced myself you're yes I am you didn't I'm your photographer Jared Poirier if you guys listen to the podcast you probably already know that uh <laughs> and today <laughs> we're going to talk about collaboration and teamwork. So uh what are some of the things when it comes to teamwork uh maybe some things that people overlook like if they if a photographer is out there you know they're used to doing some smaller shoots kind of running the show themselves uh but then they want to work on some bigger projects maybe they want to work for some uh more you know just more prestigious clients however you want to put it uh what are some things that they need to look out for when they're becoming like part of a, a bigger team
1: I have always really valued the upfront, you know, before the project really takes off, the meeting to make sure that the creative vision is agreed upon mm-hmm. with everyone involved because, you know, in a smaller project and it and sometimes the biggest of people business wise do small projects also. Mm-hmm. So it, it's it's not really necessarily reflecting someone's position in business, but on a smaller project it might just be the client and the photographer who's having that conversation. But as you start dealing with bigger teams, you might have a creative director from an agency. You might have an image strategist or branding person such as myself. You might have that person's, I don't know, management team or set of assistants or whatever it is. Um, But the most important thing is to communicate and have a joint vision for the project, mm-hmm. right? So that includes all of the details and, and the mood of the final product, The maybe some exact types of shots that we were having that little yeah. discussion yeah, before. Yeah, maybe you
0: want like some wides, you want some close-ups, you want like shot from above, not below. Or yeah, just you might have like that.
1: props yeah. that are important. Um, I, something that gets forgotten, I think. Well, in my observation, yeah. is that could be built into the structure. Is how can you help your client to have fun
2: mm, yeah.
1: during the shoot? And that's actually <laughs> a really serious thing because when your client is having fun, you will get so many shots you would not have been able to take just because of their mood and their body language and their kind of like fluidity during the shoot and them being more open to your suggestions and going with the flow and finding flow between you and, you know, not for the most part, there are places for those types of shots to be used these days, whether it's purely on social or within the marketing campaign itself. Um, even just if you're doing a family shoot, you know, just the the better that you can build that in, I just think it's a more lucrative oh yeah thing because when you and and we were chatting yesterday and I was saying I wanted to emphasize, you know, help people have fun, help people look great and we can get into what that means, but help people look great and they're coming back to you because I personally have used photo shoots with clients and with myself as a tool for self-transformation, it, meaning when you see yourself, you, you have the opportunity to see yourself in a new way in a set of photos.
0: Mm-hmm. Very true, yeah.
1: And that happens when it's, or it's effective and valuable when what you see is, is true to you, right? It, sure. So if someone helps you with how you look or helps pose you or whatever, if that was feeling comfortable and real and like you, then it has this effect. Otherwise, it could have the opposite effect or just not be valuable. but that but it's so interesting to use a photo shoot yeah. for that purpose and people can become more confident and more satisfied with how they show up in the world and how they look through these photos. And that's extremely powerful because it's almost like a self-confident shortcut. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and it does take that, uh, that collaboration and um, just kind of, shutting up and listening sometimes too like from the photographer's perspective uh, a a lot of photographers like especially you know doing this podcast every week i talk to a bunch of them right so i i I know how they think i know what they think about and so many photographers like without even knowing like a photographer listening right now i can tell you like right now in your ear you're obsessed with your style you're worried about your style you're worried about when people scroll through instagram and they see your photo is it recognizable in terms of like your style right so photographers get like really obsessed with that and they they want to do kind of something that's that's them and they have all these rules of how they do that and I think that when you do end up working with somebody else especially if they have a strategy and something that they're already doing you know how you can make yourself fit into that uh while keeping your style in a way do you have kind of thoughts on that I
1: do yeah. and I think for the non-photographers listening yeah it is so crucial that in that conversation or even before you select your photographer and before you have that initial meeting, really pay attention. What is this person's style? Now, photographers are very talented. They can do something else for you. Do Mm -hmm. they want to? That's a good question. Yeah. Right. So I always look at because I look at, you know, photographers work on behalf of myself, on behalf of clients, on behalf of friends. And I when I have something in my mind. A type of, you know, I'm flexible, but I have something in my mind. For example, more entertainment Hollywood-style headshots versus what I colloquially refer to as portraiture. I Mm -hmm. don't know if that's the right term, but mm -hmm. let's call it more traditional or classic portraits style. Mm -hmm. Um, Correct me if there's a better way to say it. No, that's a good way to say it. And I prefer for my clients' shots to be very much able to stand out against the rest, look a little bit unusual, look quite special, look high end, all of these things. And so if I were to see if I had an opportunity to work with someone and I didn't see what I was looking for in their portfolio, that those are questions I can ask. I can say mm-hmm. here are some sample shots. I'm not asking for replications of these, but is this a style that you would want to do? Mm-hmm. Right. And and sometimes that's just not what someone does or yeah. it's not yeah. what they choose to do or that would be against their brand as a photographer. So these are important yeah. questions yeah. up front. And so, um, you know, really being your own creative director as the client. Yeah. Even if you have a creative director, right, you have to be happy if we're talking about you and the photos and not just products. For sure, for
0: sure. So
1: I think that's an important conversation to have.
0: Yeah, as well. And I think because uh, there are so many men that listen to this podcast, we're trying to get more women listen to the podcast. I asked my wife why women don't listen to the podcast. She said it's too nerdy. Oh, so but I'm a nerd. That's what I said. I I'm said just, lots of women I'm a nerd. are nerds. I don't you know? look
1: like a Anyways. nerd, but I, I mean, maybe you're watching this video and you <laughs> You're disagree, an undercover <laughs>
0: nerd. Yeah. I,
1: mean,
0: I um, <laughs> I've got the glass. I could have brought like
1: I could have brought my computer gla- anyway yeah. no but um actually most of my private clients are men mm-hmm. and it, it just kind of depends on the time but I so that's another interesting point is to be mindful of how people want to express themselves in terms of gender expression and clothing and Mm -hmm. style and really help people um, capture that personal vision too of their identity, right? So there's a good business shot. There's, oh yeah, that looks like me. I feel comfortable with that. But then there's, are you capturing my identity, my essence, uh, that person's charisma, Um, all of these deeper things. And, And it's not going, typically doesn't come through in every shot but those are the ones that usually everyone agrees oh that's the one or those are the best ones and it's usually because those things are coming through
0: for sure and to, to stick to that like collaborative thing I've definitely experienced that myself like as a photographer uh you know being a little bit resistant of like working with other people and kind of just I don't know like not respecting other people's opinion I think just because of the the type of work that I'm used to doing where It feels like all of the responsibility of it is, like, on my shoulders, so I feel like I have to kind of direct and control everything or else, you know, I'm the one that's going to get blamed if it doesn't work out. And that's very true
1: in some some cases, right? That's in some cases. Yeah,
0: yeah. But, like, there is a lot of value in, like, listening to other people, and honestly, it takes a lot—sometimes it takes a lot of the heat off, right? When you're just like— There's not
1: always someone— to collaborate with you though is yeah. what I mean, right? Mm-hmm. So sometimes it's all you, but you mm-hmm. and I had a great collaboration. Um and we worked with I asked you to come on board and work with I was working with a top entrepreneur in our country and we needed some photoshots. So photoshots. Some photoshots. Photo <laughs> we Photoshop. needed some photoshots. Photos. <laughs> we needed some photo
0: picture <laughs> shots.
1: <laughs> um, and so that person had had a makeover, a visual, like a clothing style makeover. And he was excited to have these new photos and have a great experience, which is what we provided. And that's the most important thing. So, And you and I had gotten to know each other a little bit. And I knew I chose you. And I didn't ask anyone else because I immediately thought, oh, Jared's collaborative. Like we can have a conversation and both agree and be very upfront with each other. That's not how I do it. Or yes, I can do that for you. Mm -hmm. And let's, let's communicate as we go along. And, you know, no matter how charismatic someone might seem to you or how good of a speaker or business person they are, it doesn't mean they're camera confident or camera Mm -hmm. comfortable. Um, And even those of us who are, it's valuable to kind of warm up a little and kind of get into the zone. So, so I won't, too specific, I guess, but we found – I noticed something about what my client – what makes them comfortable Mm -hmm. and we would have them like do certain movements before taking a few shots and it just – whatever helps people relax. And for some people, it's send them to the corner with their headphones and let them jump up and down to their favorite song and sing a little and get in a zone, an energetic zone that way. And for other people, they need to just – have a quiet moment in the corner. <laughs> I don't yeah, know for why sure. I keep setting people to the corner.
0: <laughs> Either way though. <laughs> so you can corner. set
1: your shots up. <laughs> you want them in the corner while you are setting up your shots. That's right.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you don't want them bothering. Yeah,
1: no, you. but seriously, whatever whatever helps people relax and and I'm personally just yeah. really good with people and you are too. And so using your perception and intuition in that moment about what that person needs can really help
0: yeah for sure i think that's why we both do this is just an excuse to meet a lot of different like interesting people and there
1: are little things too that you know you might want to say something or offer some comfort or advice or help and not know how to say it but the easiest entree to that is to just say i've noticed something may i share what I've noticed, I think it might help.
0: Yeah, for sure. For sure. Right? And being able to do all that like on set and to, you know, like not have the vibe be ruined by doing that. Right. Like that open yeah. communication thing. Cause like you're saying, the most important thing is like is the the client, you know, whatever the the model in this situation, right? Um, that are they happy? Are they enjoying themselves? Cause I'll tell you like the most common thing thing and like I've been doing tons of photo shoots lately so I hear this a lot is like people they even notice it in the moment but they notice it after they're like the best photos are the ones where you just told a joke you just got me yeah. laughing mm-hmm. you just That's did right. some like stupid ridiculous thing like you bent down to take a shot and you were like oh ripped my pants or whatever stupid <laughs> joke like just whatever well, to, to get people out the show right
1: yeah and I've noticed that first of all people are even the most confident people can be very vulnerable in front of the camera mm-hmm. yeah and even for me, I just picture when someone comes really close to your face with the hot, yeah. with the fancy with camera. Lens. You're yeah. just like, "Oh no!" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's yeah. a little bit of because a lot of us have little things about our something.
0: Everybody does. Yeah, Everybody does. it
1: might just be you know, oh, I don't know if my skin looks great today or my makeup is right You know, it's it's if you can assure that person, listen, let's just try things. Yeah and see what happens and yeah
0: it's it's yeah. something that you'll have to get used to you know as a photographer well really in any business like if you're trying to do anything at scale you're going to be working with other people it's impossible to do it yourself i know you like working until 10 p.m. me too sometimes but you you got to yeah. you got to get some help to to achieve these things and yeah like like I said it, it does take that heat off and it does allow you to be a bit more fun a bit more happy-go-lucky if someone else is there doing some of those tasks you don't need to be so serious photographer that you're worried about messing anything up and you're you're so in the like you know just in your camera that you're not taking yeah. in things around no, you No, and
1: I've had some impromptu photo shoots when traveling with friends who are photographers in the past and And because there's not that other set of eyes there, sometimes, you know, you get a beautiful shot, but if someone would have just pulled down the side of my coat because it was bunched up and you can't expect your photographer to always be, you know, often they will look out for that, but, you know, in Photoshop's helpful, but but sometimes it's just helpful to have another pair of eyes as well.
0: Yeah. So before we switch gears, I just want to ask, like, when you're Looking for a photographer to work with, like what are some of the biggest things uh, that you look for? Maybe like even a, a top three or something to, to give it some structure. Ooh,
1: that's interesting, okay. So uh, first personality mm-hmm. style and mm-hmm. working style, and are they collaborative? That's my number one. Mm-hmm. And then second, I I suppose, is looking at the portfolio and the types of,
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: Shots that they do, and the and the type of work they do to educate myself on their body of work, so that yeah. I can ask those kinds of intelligent questions in the conversation. Yeah. Um, and, and then the
0: sorry, when you're looking for that, I just want to yeah. get like the the specifics on this. So like, um, when you're looking at their portfolio, is that on their website typically, or Instagram, or uh, whatever I can find. Whatever is yeah. easiest to so
1: find. So I'll I'll google i'll look at instagram i'll ask if there are any um particular shots that they want Wanna me to look at you, yeah. yeah if i'm already in touch with them yeah. for example i have a, a friend with whom i grew up who's a brilliant photographer and i uh, he will probably shoot me at some point next year and he really likes to take
0: he's gonna shoot photo pictures of photo
1: pictures <laughs> can't i wait. can't wait um he uses very little light cool they're dark shots and they're beautiful and they're artistic yeah. and i like to be well lit mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and so that very was example. my yeah. it's a and i said to him listen i if we do this i don't want it to be out of what you would like to do that's i respect right. your style i like to be well lit i don't i don't love pictures of me that are i go if you want to do those two for your portfolio great mm, but i like that yeah, yeah that's a good compromise yeah of course. for sure yep um and so that's, that's you know, really ask being able to ask those questions. And then, of course, um, if there's something I have in my mind and I don't see it, then, then that's just a note to ask that as well, right? But then I might find someone else who does exactly what I'm looking for and I can say, I like these shots that you did. And this is the scenario and that's the kind of style I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. So it just depends on the situation. Of course, budgets come into play.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, I personally just, as we've been saying, I like working with people who have a sense of fun and who are pretty relaxed. Yeah. I have had some, oh, also just if you have a conversation and your gut feeling is that's not a match, then yeah. that's not. Because I once booked a photographer who, for myself, and he was, maybe still is a celebrity photographer. And I was recommended to him that you know he takes non-celebrity clients, whatever. But we had a conversation and I didn't have a good feeling. And this was a while back and I was too, I don't think embarrassed is the right word. I didn't feel it was right to back out, yeah. but I should have. Yeah.
0: Sometimes I do that just to confirm my intuition. I'll be like, yeah. I know this is bad and I do it anyways. And then I'm like yes. walking away from it being like, yeah, that
1: was bad. Yeah, that was <laughs> that was a big waste of time and money and those shots aren't good. Like so, so I mean I still got paid, it just yeah, the experience I mean, <laughs> wasn't good. Yeah. Sure. Um the third thing is I, I like to know what the photographer's policies are for post photo shoot. Mm-hmm. For example, okay, so there's how many shots do you get? What's part of the package? What's part of the deal? Yeah. But something I an experience I had last year that I had never thought of is that I spent many, many hours looking at photo proofs Mm. because the photographer put their watermark in the middle Mm -hmm. and the watermark was not transparent. Mm -hmm. It was a darker color. Mm -hmm. That meant that the The watermark was right on my face Mm, in most of the photos. And when you are trying to look at photo proofs, you need to look at the details of the communication that's coming through, whether it's of you or someone else. So how are my eyes in this photo? How is my smile in this photo? Could I see those things? No.
0: Mm, Yeah. And that person
1: was unwilling to allow me to see the photos without the dark-colored watermark yeah, over my face, real. and so that's a very specific example of that's of it was so important because it cost me the client many many hours, mm-hmm. and I was guessing, and I was only allowed to have a certain number of photos. Yeah, yeah. So.
0: Yeah, you definitely need to work all that stuff out. Like for me- That is
1: something I will now ask. Oh, for sure. Where's your watermark going to (laughs) be?
0: Yeah, yeah. Or do you
1: just trust me to look at these photos and not steal them? Like, I don't know, you know, what is the policy?
0: Those were going to be my two points. Uh, The the first one, obviously, like- if you've built trust with someone, like if if I have like a serious photography client that's like already paid, just
1: let me see the photos. They've
0: already paid the deposit and stuff. Yeah. I'm not gonna be so concerned. I, like I'll probably uh, upload like a lower resolution JPEG. Well, just that's because the thing. that's
1: exactly yeah. right. They were right. lower resolution. So who cares then?
0: Yeah. Anyways, but the second Couldn't, thing I was gonna say. Yeah. With Cloudspot. You can put... (laughs) Can you? (laughs) You you can put the watermark, but you can control... Oh, amazing. You can control, like, the opacity. You can kind of have it in the middle or else all over the photo. Like, yeah, simple things like that. Where, yeah, like, you're getting, again, too far into the photographer perspective where you start to lose focus, right? Listen, I
1: understood the point behind it, but there's a balance. And, man, was that frustrating.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: And I was after all of the work that was put in with the space and styling and brand, brand thought, it you know, and then not being able to see, and I still don't know if the other ones were better. (laughs) (laughs) Like That's the shame of it all. I literally have no idea. It it is,
0: it is pretty sad, but uh, we we promised people a gear shift. So I think we'll, uh, we'll get into that one. This is interesting too. My
1: complaining hour is over. Oh no! We can keep
0: complaining. We can keep complaining. (laughs) Hour that was only we're only a half an hour in, so (laughs) we have like a whole half hour left. You can just complain for the rest if you want. Um, These lights are too bright. They're actually not that that bright. Uh, Anyways, uh, no, I was wondering, like, okay, so I'm a photographer, right? I still have other photographers take pictures for me when I need pictures of Of myself, right? So. You know, this might be like an obvious question, but number one, like, why do you need like good professional photos of yourself for your business? Obvious question. Number two, why do you need up-to-date photos of yourself for your business?
1: What do you think happens if someone does not look up-to-date in some way? Well, we process these first impressions so quickly Mm
2: -hmm.
1: and it doesn't... It's not fair necessarily, but the way that the brain works, like we process things on the conscious and subconscious level both quickly. If someone has an image, and when I'm using the word image now to describe not only the photo, but the person's communication in the photo, just the overall message that's coming through, if that is not up to date, Mm -hmm. then there could be um, an assumption that what that person's about is not with the times. Mm -hmm. And again, not a fair thing, just what happens. A true thing. Yeah. What happens. Yeah. And so we want for ourselves and the and the people we know to have a current image. You don't have to be fashion forward and avant-garde in your photos, um, in terms of how you dress or how the photos are taken. Those might be appropriate though, the more artistic you You can, the more artistic point of view might be very appropriate. Um, but at very least be up to date and current in the landscape. Right, sure. unless you're doing something retro or um, costume or specific to a campaign, that's a different story, oh, yeah. right? And and really it's about the communication that's coming through. Mm-hmm. So the the message that someone gets from your photo is from the style of the photo, it's from what you wear in the photo, it's from your facial expression, what your body language is, what is the overall mood of the thing mm-hmm. right and does that line up with both who you are who you see who you really see yourself to be and who you want to be and whatever your work purpose and mission is
0: yeah very good point like it's it's a way bigger thing than just you know can i snap the picture and and have it right like there's so many just having somebody else's perspective involved, whether it is like an, another photographer, image strategist, anybody who has like another perspective on it. But on the up, on the up to date point, like uh, especially uh, for whatever reason, like this is a big thing with real estate agents. They oh, it don't, is. Yes. I, why? Why? I'm I don't know.
1: Sure. But also but, uh, uh, I and I've seen <laughs> your website that says, hello, real estate. Yeah. Like, Thank goodness. Because. I don't know why that is, and, it, and I wonder if it's cultural within the industry that things are done a certain way, and so they keep getting done a certain way, right? Yeah. Um, I'm not sure, <laughs> but I, I have. There are many real estate agents with very modern um, images as well, yeah, and they stand out, which is what we want to do, right? So many good people with great offers. Uh-huh and who are of great service to the world get overlooked because we can't notice them or we can't find them. And most of us in business are selling something. Even if you are a philanthropist who runs a charity, you are selling in some way a cause and because image, yeah. we need support for that mm-hmm. cause. We need we need people to donate. We need people to help. We need people to get on board and believe and be in being the team, right? So even or if you're selling a service or a product, that's very straightforward. Um, but to have you and what you stand for stand out is so 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 helpful and. A lot of people get business just from that. I mean, it's it really, it's the ability to connect. Mm-hmm. And the more you, you can be, the better off you are for the most part, because you're trying to magnetize your people to you and you will repel other people. And if you have a specific ideal client type, then that is great, actually, mm-hmm. right?
0: Yeah, yeah. I think like every what, like at least every year, right? You should be updating those photos. I, I mean, ideally, yes, probably yes, like once yes. a season. Yes, yes. I
1: I tell people I ideally every year, um, depending on the type of um, ventures you have, maybe every quarter is sure. perfect, mm-hmm. right? And then you always have uh, what you need for campaigns, for websites, for socials, because. Um, so, for example, I design digital marketing campaigns for people, and you you want to kind of brand and style the campaign as well. What's the message of that campaign? Because what is the offer? Which program are you selling? What's the pro- what's happening yeah. with the product that season? Um, what is your organization offering? Whatever it or who are you focusing on? Whatever it is, having Photos are such, we're saying, such a communication shortcut that's obvious. Yeah, for sure. But to have the more specific photos Mm -hmm. with the right, for that campaign, color palette, set of props, maybe um, the weather, (laughs) depending on where you live, all of these factors. So ideally four times a year. Mm -hmm. When you uh, rotate pictures, that Mm -hmm. also in and of itself catches attention. It's true. So. It's, you know, it's multi layered why we would do that. But at very least, ideally a one professional photo shoot per year that's well thought out and long enough. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, there are other things you could do to supplement if you need to. Yeah.
0: And you got you got some nice comments. You got some attention from people that makes you feel good. When I last time I updated uh, my pictures, my friend Brody messaged me and he said, hey, be careful. My girlfriend uses Instagram. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, Brody. <laughs> yeah,
0: classic Brody. Friend of the um, pod. He's been on the pod before, you know. Uh, well,
1: and and I have yeah. had multiple.
0: <laughs> you know Brody? No. No. <laughs> um,
1: I have had multiple people say to me, and these are, for whatever it's worth, powerful business people who are confident. They have said to me, listen, I, I would love some, to be even more confident and I would love to have compliments Mm -hmm. people love to have compliments and Mm -hmm. why, why shouldn't we love that? It feels great. And so obviously people, when people see new photos, they're getting those compliments and they look at it and they feel extra confident and what have you. Right. So not it, not only do these photos help people sell what they're selling, But there's a real personal value to it. Oh, for sure.
0: And on the personal side, I find that not only do people love compliments, but people also love like constructive feedback and criticism as well. Do you find that or no?
2: Such as?
0: Uh, Like just... (laughs) Maybe you know. Even if someone says, "Oh, your photos are out of date," or you know, oh, yes, you're presenting yes, yes, yourself yes. this yeah, way, I, and I think in, it's yeah. all
1: yes, they do. I think it's it's all in the way that we give that feedback yes, for sure. For sure. Yep. And if you just do it, and and people have different speaking styles, you've and heard of
0: the shit sandwich, right? Yes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't even I don't even go by a stru- feedback structure. Yeah. Although that there's value to that. I I was more referencing the way you use your voice mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and yep. your tone and and maybe as we had said before asking permission to give that oh i noticed yeah. something yeah. should i t- and i think it might yeah. be helpful yeah. can yeah. i share it
0: yeah 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 right
1: yeah. and it, and and with that tone of voice mm-hmm. um rather than oh you know that's next time you do yeah. uh because sometimes you get unsolicited yeah kind of harsh sounding feedback from for someone sure. that you yeah. don't really find credible for that for feedback. Sure. And that's yeah. another.
0: Especially in the heat of the moment that can happen where someone yeah, just like barks something at are you. and kind yeah.
1: of trying to help yeah. you, but yeah. they don't know. And, and, and sure. it, it's so complicated. It depends on how you like to receive feedback.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, You know, at the risk of making this a super long podcast, I do have a, a couple more things. Ah, it's not that long a podcast. Oh, it's just good. standard. I just like saying the word podcast. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's talk about some, uh, a little bit of specific stuff. Like I think this is really really interesting. I have my own perspective on this. Lots of photographers have their perspective when it comes to, uh, like dressing someone for a photo shoot, whether that's your model client, it's kind of the same thing for this purpose. Uh, what's your opinion of like colors? What's your opinion of like neutral colors, black and white? Like, what do you prefer or does it like totally depend on the situation?
1: It totally depends. Yeah. And so photographers tend to understand, you know, brand colors and how colors work with light and all these things. Mm-hmm. There's another really important consideration, and that's the person's complexion. Mm, yeah. And um, so when I help people to get dressed for things and we're talking about color, there's, OK, what's going to help you look at your most healthy, youthful, maybe um, ha- let you have that natural glow to your skin? How does it affect you energetically? How do we make sure that you are the focus of the picture, not your outfit? Um, and so that's a visual credibility issue. And then there's also what's the psychological type message behind this outfit? You know, mm-hmm. what message are we trying to create? Yeah. So there are all these all of these factors, and and one thing that would be great to note is that when your client wears a color that supports their complexion and personality, it actually makes your job easier because they will look even better in whatever setup you have for them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right. And so that's clothing color. But as an image strategist, I'm also really particular about the backdrop colors.
0: I was about to say. And yeah. the
1: colors of the set because. Or location color. yeah, And location. So that's always taken into account. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, a talented photographer knows how to adjust the shot and use the light in certain ways to flatter the client and make them look amazing. Yeah. Um, and at the same time, it's it's detailed and nuanced. So yeah,
0: for sure. And uh, yeah, the the thing that really like got me thinking about that, I actually saw an Instagram account where the 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 girl's whole thing, like as a photographer, was just like neutral colors, and everything that she shot was like like beige. Yeah. So interesting. That's
1: interesting. And I,
0: what I thought well, was, well, that's a look.
1: She'll that's get. She will get regularly. work like that.
0: She will oh, get. Oh yes, work
1: like the beige that. people should find her.
0: The beige people the will beige find pe- her. Yes. I am
1: the anti-beige for myself. <laughs> yeah. I. <laughs> yeah. I, I. That's not my thing, but but so in terms of neutrals, sure. There's ba- there are warm neutrals and cool neutrals, and mm-hmm. which one is better for the yeah, yeah. person, right? Like yeah. if you find one of those pictures that. I find adorable and humorous where the big big family all wears the same outfit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. you'll see that some of those people probably look great and some could look better. Maybe just complexion-wise yeah. where mm-hmm. you can focus on their face. And yeah. I, and I am in no way saying that, that that's more important than looking happy and feeling good in a photo, but yeah, when you're yeah. talking about it from a business communication standpoint, it mm-hmm. does it is relevant.
2: Yeah,
0: like have your style but uh you know and like I said she will get work doing that but I don't know for me I'm like quite a bit more flexible than that like my I like bright colors to be honest I like a lot of like bright red bright blue uh those types of colors and I like uh like you I like bright photos right well and you and so let's
1: talk about the brightness for a minute so some people have a more muted complexion and you have to take the edge off for those people. And you'll see it through your camera lens is the Mm -hmm. easiest place to see it. Because when I help people to figure out their colors virtually, I tell them, put things on different colors under your face, whether it's a top or a towel or a placemat whatever and take mm. selfies because mm. the camera helps you see mm. it
0: yeah 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 and you can see it with your eyes but we're not taught yeah. to think like that really and you right? look
1: like yeah. where does your eye go first the yeah. person's face or the color mm.
0: yeah that's and interesting
1: if it's a brand shoot of a product and the signature color or if it's something like okay the, this bright green is the everyone if the color is the most important thing that's fine mm. because that's That's part of that campaign. But if the person is the most important thing, then make some adjustments. And maybe it's like those brighter colors that are just a little muted, Mm right? And, and, or they're a little bit cool instead of warm or vice versa, whatever that person needs. But I think just a a bit of experimentation is definitely very educational. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And nothing wrong. Like when you are doing a shoot, I uh, quite often, will recommend like having two or three looks if you can pull it off, right? It's hard to do if you're doing like a, sh- a, a shoot on, uh, you know, I haven't used my fuck for the episode. So if you're doing oh, a shoot on fucking- How many do we get? As many as you okay. want. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, if you're doing a shoot on fucking King Street West, maybe it's hard to change, but we'll still pull it off. Like well, but, you can so, hop so that's, in a, that's a great suit.
1: point yeah. is if you could also help people to create- um, a a module like a wardrobe module for Mm. the shoot then i mean i've done shoots in the street before where you have to change the client get put them in the back of a car and let them quickly change the top or like 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 whatever you do but shop
0: bathroom however it works sure
1: and and you or you have layers if you can so you can have very few needing needs to change moments but you can have so many outfit options.
0: Definitely. definitely.
1: Right? And sometimes yep. you walk down the street and you decide to shoot in a particular spot that, you know, there it's not crowded, good light, whatever. And you see what's going on in the back of the shot. And then you'll know as a photographer, oh, pull out that other sweater and yeah. throw that on because yeah. that's going to harmonize really well with this environment. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. It's a great way to think. And then also you can get more use out of those photos because, you know, even when they do hire you for the shoot, they're probably thinking at the time, oh, I'm going to use these, you know, this month. And then they end up using them six months down the line. And then their Instagram for the last six months is like same outfit, same outfit, same shirt, same shirt, same shirt. It's a little bit weird where, you know, if they do have switch out those looks and yeah, then you can be a little bit more adaptive with the, with the photos later on.
1: And yeah. Stuff and that's like a question right. I would ask too, as the photographer is what are the specific campaigns you're doing in 2023, Definitely. because you can yeah. ask them, even if they come to you in the new year, yeah. Yeah. which campa- what types of campaigns are you doing this year? What's your marketing plan? Yeah. Okay, well, I can support you with a package of mm. three shoots yeah. and we can, um, and as a client myself and acting on behalf of clients, I love it when a photographer is willing to bundle something. It would be nice to offer them, hey, if it makes sense for you,
2: mm-hmm.
1: hey, can we do a packet? It's, it's like a quick... Yep. It's like a quick action. Style. Yeah. And if you, and if
0: you do ask them like, what's your plans with your brand and like stuff like that, and they don't have an answer, sometimes that's a good red flag too, or you're like, okay, this might, cause I find it very difficult. I think I've even had to like literally say this to people before. Like, I can't deliver you the thing you want if you don't know oh my what gosh, you want. yes. You like, don't
1: want, Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You want to have a measure <laughs> yeah, to yes, create yeah. a satisfied somewhere, yeah.
0: somewhere in there. Right. And yeah. and we've talked a lot about, you know, I think one of the biggest themes that's come out of this uh, conversation is like that balance between, yes, you plan things. Yes, you're, you know, thinking ahead and being strategic, but, you know, being able to freestyle a little bit and things like that too. And yeah, really compromise and and listen to other people. Like that's something that I have to definitely work on as someone who has a podcast. (laughs) I talk a lot.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, if you can help people feel good and pull that personal charm out of them Mm -hmm. and let that be help help them show that on camera that yeah. little spark that's hard to describe because
0: that's your job at the end of the day like yeah your job is get the iso right yeah sure and get the lighting right and i would say a bunch of photography where it's aperture you gotta nail that oh, i know that word oh what does uh, it mean
1: i don't know but, <laughs> but it's written on one of my portable lights
0: <laughs> what are we telling them about are
1: we going to tell them about the the little special program. Of
0: course, we are. That's what oh, we do yeah. at the end of the podcast. Oh, that's okay. That's the whole point of uh, yeah. You plug stuff at the yeah. end. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> she, she's excited. All right, you, know. you can go first. Plug, plug away.
1: Okay, so I created this um, mini work, mini on-demand workshop called Badass Business Photos. And Jared's going to have a a link for you at the bottom of the description. But as a photographer, it can help you do what we were discussing, help you um, co-create that vision with your client about the types of shots from a communication standpoint they need and also some helpful, practical Tips on how to help people style themselves so that they look and feel good in front of the camera. Um, And if you are listening and not a photographer, it will help you to organize yourself for a successful photo shoot to have the three must have shots you need for your business. For
0: sure, for Mm -hmm. sure. And if you are listening and you are a female, tell your female friends to listen to podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but also tell them to click that link and check out that program. Because uh, every time that I get the opportunity to talk to this person, I learn a lot of rad stuff. And uh, and if you're lucky enough to work with her in some capacity, I would recommend that you do that. Oh, that's uh, nice. Any other stuff that uh, you want to plug? You have your own podcast, but it's kind of... We're on hiatus. We're on hiatus. But,
1: but there are yeah. some good there there's are some g- catalog. yeah it's called out. On Stage Style yeah and it's on you know where you find your podcast all the po- and there are 35 episodes and there's some good stuff in there and and there is one about color for example there's stuff about digital stage presence. Sweet. Anyway, there, you've got the titles there, but On Stage Style is the name of it. And so that might be helpful. Yeah, search,
0: hmm. search that up. Uh, Instagram, you got that going yes,
1: on. Yes, at yeah. Zayna Rose. Uh,
0: speaking of plugging stuff, you can find this podcast on Instagram. You can find it on YouTube. You can find it on Spotify. Uh, you can find it on Apple Podcasts. Most people listen to it on something called Overcast. Like most people listen to it on Overcast. I don't know what that is. Anyways, you can find it there and you can check out our sponsor Cloudspot, and you can check out all of Zaina's awesome stuff. And thank you again for being on here. Uh, ooh, we have to end with a something random. I got a something random. Uh, I'll, I'll steal the outro from a funny podcast or a funny, uh, does he have a podcast? I don't know. Funny YouTuber that I like, uh, Q reviews, uh, at the end of every one of his episodes, he says, don't just stare at it, eat it. <laughs>